So tell me how you feel about last episode, about the events. I feel like it went good. I think that I had a really fun solution to the flying house issue. Um, I enjoyed being able to use magic in like a non-combat format. Um, and I think that I'm kind of getting a feel for May and who she is uh, as a person. Cause I, I definitely have like a background fleshed out for her, but like as for who she is, I'm kind of letting her come out in play. So that was, that was fun getting to interact with a bunch of different people. Um, I really like the world that you've built. I think that it's a fun environment. I suppose we'd say more the characters that I've built. The world is yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine. You know what I mean. The, the just like the atmosphere yeah. <laughs> is good. So I, I had a good time. Great, great, great. So. What uh, about you? Uh, I had a pretty good time. Um, you know, I, I'm still getting used to playing multiple voices, but I think that they're uh, they're coming out reasonably anyway. Cool. Um, so. You know where we are. Uh, you are reapproaching your laboratory, the laboratory of metallurgy that you work at. And you have retrieved the ferroplasm that was stolen by the goblin researcher, uh, Grizrov. Yeah, Dagon Grizrov. I got my two liter. And you actually got all of it back. I did get all of it back. I had him squeeze the extras back out. And of his weird, like, octopus machine octopus machine and yeah so i'm bringing it back to frank frank is your morty. co-worker morty marty marty <laughs> martomir is this fellow's name he needs a new name <laughs> no you need a new name okay marty yeah marty yeah marty um okay so so i may is like running back she's like stoked she didn't run the whole way but oh, like when she got close to like the building, she was like, "Yoo!" Um, so and, like runs into the lab, and she's like, "Marty, I got it! I got it!" That's good stuff. I I need to back up like just a little bit though, uh, just to give you a little bit of background. You're in the smelting quarter, and you're approaching the laboratory of metallurgy, and you do see that the particular outpost of the laboratory of orientation that Fizbin and Bellin work in. You met them last mm-hmm. episode. Um, it is actually still here. Um, it's uh, no longer loading like it was before. You know, it was kind of like on the roof doing a little bit of loading for cargo. Yeah. And now it's um, kind of floating off to the side, like landed to where people can actually get out of it. So you approach in um, the crackling perimeter, sort of like like a little static jolt hits you like it's like just like feeling you out but mm-hmm. it realizes that you're allowed to be here uh-huh. so it doesn't like kill you right, right and you go in saying what you just said marty i got it i got it and i'm like holding it over my head frank says hey great job may love it let's uh get to work and marty says ah excellent i knew i could count on you frank go ahead and plug in the canister and so frank takes the little canister from you and he starts to go over towards the machine to, like, like plug it into the other end of this pipeline, which is co- constructed in its entirety now that you've actually returned. It was a reasonably simple, like, apparatus, you know, like, just a proof of concept here. And you guys go ahead and turn it on. Um, <clears throat> Marty takes a piece, uh, just like an, an ingot of mysium, puts it in one end, and then just kind of activates the machine. 
you see the museum just sort of evaporate the way that it does. So it starts to go up the tube like like under pressure because there's you know it expands when it vaporizes so mm -hmm. it automatically creates like creates its own pressure it doesn't even need like a pump or anything it may's just eyes are just like following like the steam like rising through the pipe mm -hmm. like kind of like mesmerized a little yeah you can you can kind of hear it flowing through the pipe it's the pipes are like brass or props like something like that so you can't really see it as it goes oh. um but you hear it and as it comes towards the it kind of goes up in an arc and as it comes towards the middle you hear a clink and then another clink clink and then suddenly it starts going like rapid fire and they start and these clinks start getting louder like thunk 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 like it seems that something solid has just fallen in the middle of the tube oh marty that doesn't sound too good no but fucking something up real bad is the first step to fucking something up real good so may what do you think how should how can we go about fixing this? It seems like the field creating the uh, gaseous museum just didn't reach far enough. Mm -mm. Um, May runs over to her locker. Established cannon locker sound. Um, and pulls out. She has these cute little like, they just look like kind of like little shoe things. Like you know, like those um. In pe people who live like in snowy places, they like it like stretches and like fits across the bottom of your shoe, and it's got like grabbies on it. Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's like that, but it like lets her kind of like hover, like levitate. Okay, great. Okay, so she like pops those on, and she kind of like raises herself up like closer to like the middle of the pipe, like above them where the thing was happening. Okay. So she can kind of like see it up close, or like kind of get a feel for it. Yeah, so the this is in the middle, as I said. It's not terribly far, because the whole thing is constructed of, like, segments of pipe. Right, right. It's not very far from one of the seams of yeah. them. So, which you, I, I assume, what you, you want to take a closer look, so you can kind of, like, yeah. take out a wrench and just, like, right. pull Right, like, she's going to kind of try to troubleshoot and see what's going on inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, are you going to like try to run the apparatus again with the pipe open and see what happens yes okay so you open it martimir is uh standing back kind of has like his arms crossed he's like allowing you to do this your frank is like his employee you're like his protege you mm -hmm. both have like the same rank but a goblin is treated a little bit differently in this guild than a human is so kind of walk me through what you do here yeah, sure. So I strap on my little shoe covers and I grab off the table a, um, it's like a tool belt basically. I put that on and I kind of, kind of like up to where that pipe was. First thing I do before I use, hit, touch it with the wrench is I take my little gloved hand and I kind of like touch it kind of quickly to see if it's like hot or something. It's quite cool. All right, good. So yeah, no, I grab my wrench and I ka-chink, 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 start trying to pull off these bolts and uh, separate this front piece of the pipe. tubes, yeah. pipes, um, to see what's in there, see what's going on. While you're doing this, you hear a little bit of a commotion coming from, like, out the direction of the... You guys are, like, on the second floor. You hear something coming, something happening below you. Somebody just, like, kind of, like, yells angrily, and, like, you hear, like, kind of, like, like electrical burst sound and then uh it kind of like peters off as the yelling people like 
get quieter suddenly. Not suddenly, but like gradually, like they're calming down and having a conversation. Um, do you continue to work, or does this is like I don't know if this is enough that would to stop you from? I don't think it would. I feel like those sounds are pretty normal. In in is it? <laughs> so uh, Frank, being uh, quite an excellent research assistant, kind of anticipates what this project is going to need. And like as you are disconnecting the pipe, he actually gets into place to turn the rest of it. So that, like, you know, the part that you're disconnecting mm-hmm. it from will be away from it, and you can kind of, like, get inside and look. Right, right, right. So when you open it up, like, you look down the, kind of down the barrel of this thing, and there's bits of museum. They're kind of, like, mostly circular, like, spherical, I should say. And the first ones, like, the ones closest to you are, like, really small. They're, like, little bar- ball bearings. They actually, like, kind of, like, start rolling towards you, and like, they, like, uh, f- like, fall down out of the pipe, like, onto the ground. You hear them go... And like roll away and then like those noises get louder because at the further back in the tube it was the bigger these pieces were when they formed and so eventually there's just like these big like heavy chunks just like falling i say whoa look out down there guys um so that's kind of what you've observed while you've been going about this how are you going you said that you're going to kind of like troubleshoot this like what what are you going to do to the machine what are you going to do exactly um I kind of just want to see what's happening. Like, is there, like, a leak, maybe? Like, it's, like, not staying pressurized the way it's supposed to. So maybe I'm kind of looking at the pipe piece that I've taken off to kind of see is there any kind of, you know, thing that's not working properly. Um, You don't see anything in particular that looks, like, out of place. Um, you, pipe like, looks good. You don't see- you don't see any light, like you don't see any like light coming through from like the inside where it shouldn't be. You know. What right, I mean? right, right, right. Mm. I'm gonna let's just, just try running it again. Okay, cool. So you guys, uh, I suppose you just kind of like gather up the uh, museum marbles and load them back into the first end of the machine again. You turn mm-hmm. it back on. Mm-hmm. You see the same kind of effect go, and then. When it gets to this point, you said you did it slightly before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you see this gas come out of the pipe. Like actually, it actually like manages to leave the pipe, and then just like when it gets a certain distance away, it starts to like solidify, and it's not contained the same way it was. So it's actually like forming these, like foam. It's like a metal foam is what mm-hmm. you're creating here, completely by mistake. Hmm. Um. And it's kind of like, it's kind of pretty. It's like light for the size that it is, obviously, but it still does fall pretty quickly. And Frank has not moved from where he is, so it kind of like he like try he's like like running behind it with his arms outstretched, and <clears throat> he manages to catch it. And he's like, ah, I got it! And then he kind of like overbalances and falls over. And okay. You, uh, the the doorway to your laboratory like bursts open, and uh, there's a fellow in. These like kind of like long flowing blue robes. He has, uh, he's a human man. He's got like this like tight kind of hood on, and like attached to the front of his robes with like wax seals. There's like papers with like all kinds of writing and shit on them. Oh great! And he like bursts in. Great. And he says, "I sincerely hope you did not turn that machine on." I'm really glad you're here. I'm not. What's happened? Well, I'm hoping you could tell me that. It looks to me like what has happened is you three have used a controlled substance 
in one of your illicit experiments. And he, like, whips out this big, like, another, like, piece of paper. It's, it's actually not that long, but it, the writing on it is, like, really fancy and ridiculous. Um, and because you were the one who was actually, like, addressing him at this point, you're the one who ends up picking it up. Oh, and gosh. I have written it. Oh, gosh. So read this. Warrant for the seizure of materials deemed hazardous to society in general, pursuant to Material Handling Code 1536.47, hereafter referred to as the code, and the addition of ferroplasm, hereafter referred to as the material, to aforementioned law on 13th of June of year, year, this warrant is for the inspection. I meant to add a year on that. My bad. <laughs> Uh, this warrant is for the inspection and potential seizure of the material at the discretion of the enforcing inspector. Should the inspector find that the material is not being contained, handled, or otherwise used in a manner considered safe under the code, the inspector is hereby empowered to perform a legal confiscation, legal confiscation, the material to be held indefinitely, pending appropriate application of the erstwhile owner. So, yeah, I mean, inspect away. You bet I will. And he, like, uh, <laughs> kind of, like, marches over, like, his robes, like, flowing behind him, like, not looking a little ridiculous. He looks like, like a blue duck, kind of, but he clearly thinks he looks great. Um, and he starts inspecting the uh, tank that the ferroplasm is held in. He pulls out, like, this weird little um, device that kind of, like, shines a light, and he, like, shines it through it and, like, looks at, like, a measurement that it seems to have taken. Um, I kind of, like, stand, like, near him and say, you know, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, you said that before. I mean, I really am. I just have such a thing for... And I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, Azorius, right? With a little wink. (laughs) He says, yeah, you can read a warrant, right? I mean, I just love a man in uniform, and especially one who can come here and just help me with this thing. I've had such challenges with it. All right. I um, mean, you seem pretty smart. You look like you're going to have to roll a... Charisma? Charisma. God damn, what's the word? Persuasion. Okay, word. I'm proficient in that. 22. Oh, that's really fucking good. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah. He, like, stands up. He's a little bit shorter than you, and he kind of, like, looks at you, and, uh, you know, he's got, like, kind of this, like, hard-ass bullshit kind of thing mm-hmm. going on, and he, like, softens just a little bit, and he's like, well, it is refreshing to be respected by members of the Izzet League. Usually they flout the law completely. Now, ma'am, I, I really am at least a little bit sorry to do this, but... And he seems like he seems like it actually like pains him a little bit now suddenly to obey the law in light of his interaction with you. <laughs> but he says the holding tank you have for the ferroplasm is three millimeters too thin. Oh, three millimeters. And it is I'm so sorry, it is outside of the code. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, I I totally get it. You gotta He What's got it. What's your passive perception? Zero. Oh man, you're not wise at all. <laughs> um, like you've no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to flirt with an Azorius inspector. I'm not wise <laughs> at all. Uh, here's something somewhat interesting. You glance d- back down at the warrant, 
and you realize it, it didn't really, like register when you first looked at it, but you realize the date that ferroplasm was supposedly added to this law. It was today. Um. All right. Well, then I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to talk my way out of this ticket. <laughs> yeah. No. Three millimeters. That's that's rough. That's a uh, real rough. Um, it, is an, it is enough now. I am going to have to confiscate this material. Yeah. Um, do you know offhand, just because I like to stay up to date on all of these really important uh, rules, um, when exactly did this become a hazardous material on this list? And he actually just quotes the date to you. He says, right. that would be the 13th of June of this year. Right, right, right. What's today? He, it actually like takes him a second to think, and he's like, "It is the thirteenth of June of this year." Right, 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 right. So, isn't it possible that this canister was manufactured prior to this really reasonable and intelligent rule? And it's possible that we weren't doing this out of any kind of desire to break said rule. But simply, it would, you know, this is like, this is like our warning of like, hey, today, as of today, this thing is not allowed. So like, fix it. Or when I come back in X amount of hours or whatever, if it's not fixed, then it's a problem. Mm, the Azorius, I do not believe, are fond of giving warnings. Roll me another persuasion, I think. Okay. 26. Damn, she's so persuasive. <laughs> He uh, he looks at the warrant. Not uh, even not even a warning. What was your name again? Uh, I am Azorius Inspector Miev. Miev, love it. Sounds good. Azorius Inspector Miev. Not even like a warning. Like let's just say you stopped by. Let's just didn't even say we were here, right? Like, are you in suggesting that I should <laughs> lie on my report? I'm saying you wait a minute to write the report. We fix the thing. You swing back after your lunch break, and we're all good to go. It's Taco Tuesday, my dude. Is it really? Oh, good lord. <laughs> all right, lunch break, and then, and then I you will come write back my report. And you inspect, right? You inspect and you come back. Yes, ma'am. That's. I'll go get myself a taco, and I'll give you a moment. Just in light of the recency of the code, I right, do right, understand right. very right, likely right, right. you built this contraption beforehand sure 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 but it better be right before i get back from it's my gonna lunch be break. so right and i'm going over to crunchy's taco stand right He's now the best right and i'm going Gotta to get, get that carne asada. taco and eat it within the generally regulated lunch break period sounds good sounds good listen azoris inspector miev enjoy your tacos i'll see you soon yes ma'am and good luck get to work and then he kind of like walks out. Uh, you kind of like, so, like you. See, he doesn't close the door, and you see like somebody like passes him in the hallway, and it's like kind of like muttering like obscenities about it. About how did he get in here? Maybe you watch an exit, and you'll see. Okay. Yeah, you you go over out of this, uh, <laughs> curiosity towards the exit, and you can see right in front of the gate you see it looks a little bit like the air has been pushed aside like there's this kind of weird shimmer and like a triangular uh formation and it's got like these uh circles of runes inside of it just kind of like circling around and he walks through this kind of triangular doorway that he's created 
and then like holds up a hand like behind himself like not even looking and it it like shrinks down into like a, a smaller triangle that like goes onto the back of his hand yeah keys to everything they really do as you watch he goes over to crunchy's taco stand he does go to the taco stand what does he order all right, let's roll some perception and see if you <laughs> can tell what he's ordering. Uh, yeah, you know what? He's a Zorius. Honestly, he just gets like a ground beef taco with lettuce and tomato. <sighs> so boring. Extra mild. He does. It's definitely mild sauce. That was a close one. You're welcome. Yes. Th- thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, oh, dear. Okay. Frank, we need to get some containers. Did our legal for... What, what, what was the code? Oh my He's god. Like frantic. 1536.4? It's a 1536.47. That was really good. He's like, we need three extra millimeters. Um, Frank, how thick are these canisters? And he says, he like goes over to the, t- uh, to them and like checks like the, like a serial number on it and like pulls this long, ridiculous scroll. It's like a, it's like a scroll, but it comes out of this like self-retracting like tube kind of like a, like a tape measure kind of thing. And he like pulls it out and like looks and it like keeps pulling and like pulls it like just like a, a ridiculous amount of paper out of it until he checks the correct, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the correct item. And he says, uh, the specifications say it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, 1.37. 1.37 millimeters thick. No, he actually says, so we need, I, I think, 1.75, right? Well, whatever's three bigger than what we have. So he sends Frank on an errand uh, to go get a new container for this um, material that apparently you were holding incorrectly. Um, do we not have, like, materials that we can just, like, build something new right here? You, you guys could probably make, like, a, medic, a metal, can- like, this was in, like, a glass kind of container. You could probably make, like, a metal uh, Yeah, I just need something canister. to work for, like, the inspection. All right, go ahead. Okay, what do I need to roll? I think that for any, like, mecha- like is it mechanical thing, we're just going to go ahead and work with Arcana. Okay. I'm proficient. Eleven. Oh, man. Eleven. That's rough. That's rough. That box is a little wobbly. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to come back. The box has some extra corners. Way. and it's just kind of like a wonky box it's actually too thick but uh that at least falls within the parameters of the of the rules yeah that's fine and then we can like make like a really good one yeah all right so he uh he comes back for his inspection uh again and he sees ah i do see you have corrected the uh containment failure that you were about to be cited for yes good work it's great it's really good now i'll leave this here with you and he like pulls out another piece of paper and it's like a copy of the code um it's actually like a bundle of papers like it's like really thick and obnoxious um and he hands it to you and he says make sure that your future machines are up to code i don't want to have to come back here i don't want that either I mean, I would I wouldn't mind if it was just like you come back to like say hey, but like I don't want you to have to come back and cite us for anything. So, uh, okay, um, yeah, yes, ma'am, I wouldn't mind coming back either. He's okay. like kind of like flustered. Like, okay, you have some it. sour cream on your on your chin. 
he definitely did not still have food on his face. He really did. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> He's so embarrassed, he actually goes home and quits. <laughs> no, uh, he he pulls a napkin out of his out of his um, cloak and just like wipes his mouth and like like holds the napkin up and it just like disintegrates and like evaporates in the air. <laughs> you can never be too careful. Um, but yeah, he goes ahead and leaves. If you bother to look out the window, you can see him do his little, uh, door, his little magic door thing again. Um, he, if you, I don't know, are you actually going out to, to watch him leave? I kind of do want to see him leave, okay. yeah. Because he kind of, like, looks back up at your window and, like, looks at you for a second and then, um, proceeds to, like, stroll on, like, looking, like, as important as he can manage. Those Azorius, man. I tell you. All right, so that's an interesting little uh, yeah. event. I mean, we figured it out, but now we got to make a bigger glass thing. Frank like uh, pours over the code that he gave, and he says, uh, "This will work, I'm sure." And you guys actually just put the machine that you already had inside of. The yeah, yeah, shitty yeah. Container yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is technically perfectly legal. That's why Azorius is so ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely it is. So when you first ran the machine, um, well, when you first ran the machine, the things, like, turned back to metal, basically in the middle of it, and just kind of, like, fell in the pipe. The second time you gave it a little bit less um, pipe to go through, it came out still gaseous, but then, like, as it, after it expanded, it turned back again. Well, that's better. Right? If you, like... I just need it to be gaseous going through the pipes. Once it gets to their side, it can be solid. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just too long. That's a really good guess. Well, let's try to build it shorter this time. Okay, you guys put it to uh, together shorter. Because um, remember, you have one of those um, plasmagnetic field generators on both ends. Mm -hmm. And this time... Just, like, scooch it down, like, three. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> There's a weird noise around the middle, like this kind of like springy sound, but um, you do see the Mizium come down into the other end, like in this like uh, gaseous state. So it's uh, it did work when you made it shorter. Yay! No, not yay, not yet. Okay. Making it shorter isn't going to help us at all because we need this to go all the way to uh, Nivix. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Unless we could shorten the distance <laughs> between here and Nivix. Yeah, maybe we could just teleport it. Uh, while you guys are kind of, like, discussing how to make this sort of thing work, Frank is kind of, like, sitting in the corner, like, looking through the code that you guys, uh, that he had made. Um, and he's, he's, like, flipping through the pages, like, back and forth. And he says, hey, Marty, May, look at this. Mm -hmm. And he kind of, like, brings it to you. The, the paper that you have in general is code... 1536 in its entirety. Right, right, right. Um, you guys go down to one point to uh, section point four and then look down to the verses. Uh, you know, verses like the individual, like, uh, special uh, items on it. Um, it only goes up to six. What? This punk. So it only goes up to one, five, three, six points, uh, four, six. Okay, so he's a liar, first of all. Good thing I got his name. I'm about to walk down to Vizorius and fucking report his ass, motherfucker. 
Uh, Frank says, well, if there's anything that Azorius love, it's busting people for breaking rules. Yeah, so I'm sure fuck? they won't have any problem doing it to him. Go nail that guy to the fucking wall. Yeah. Marty says, yes, but be back before 4 p.m. I have to continue this experiment. Frank and I are going to finish putting it back together. And by Frank and I, I mean Frank. <laughs> oh, poor Frank. <laughs> it's, it's his job. It's his job. He's fairly compensated. All right, well, I'm go. I'm bad. I'm bringing that paper, and I'm marching down to Azorius. All right, cool. Um, I'm stomping, in fact, down to Azorius. <laughs> so you need to go to uh, New Prague. All right, well, that's where I'm going, and I'm going mad. She's hopping mad. She actually is hopping down the street. Hopping mad. Literal. Do I need to roll to travel? Yeah, you need to roll the fast travel guy. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Do roll a d20 for me, though, real quick. Okay. Because I'm trying to find another one of mine, and I'm having a little bit of trouble. All right. One. Ah! All right, so you're on the Transguild Promenade. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, here's what happens. Um, okay. Pick up your book. Okay. I'm going to have you roll on the wild magic table. No, oh, no. 89. Alright, look at 89 on the, uh... Alright, oh my god, I gotta find it. You're, it's right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that's not bad. No, what did you get? Oh, it's actually really cool. So I rolled 89. You become invisible for the next minute. During that time, other creatures can't hear you. The invisibility ends oh, if you attack or god. cast a spell. You have no goddamn idea how perfect that is, but you will understand in a minute. You feel a tingling going across your body. It feels like Ooh. it feels like, no. It's it feels like ants crawling. Ah! <laughs> yeah, you don't realize what it is at first, but like you're like looking to see the ants, and you see that you are uh, no longer, and you see that instead that you are no longer visible, right? Oh shit. You were looking down, oh, God. and you see yourself kind of fade, and you see your shadow kind of like fade away as light is going through you, but only one of your shadows. There's a second one that remains as you and your own shadow disappear. What? And it sits there like kind of trying what? to still mimic you for a moment, and then suddenly it like oh. tries to dart like or like back and forth, but... It can't find like uh like it can't find you again. I say, well, it can't hear me, so it doesn't matter what I say. Does the invisibility make you unhearable? Yeah, it says other creatures can't hear you. Wow, that's weird. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has no idea where. You I mean, are. I'm gonna say anything because I don't know that it can't hear me, and I say, "Hey, asshole!" and I stomp on it. Roll for an unarmed attack. Roll to stomp. <laughs> Do I get any bonus to my attack rolls? Um, I think that because it can't see you, you are, uh, you're, it'll just be plus strength. Um, but because it can't see you, you're going to get, uh, advantage. Okay. Well, good, because that was a bad one. Because we're acting, you know, as if he's blind, completely blind. That's better. 17. Cool. Um, I'm also going to have to have you, um, roll yourself some initiative. Oh, gosh dang it. I'm going to fight a shadow. Four. All right, not fantastic. Obviously, you get your surprise round, so you did make the first move, but that's what that um, kind of stomp was. 
Yeah, I um, stomped on his face. Cool. Uh, what's your strength modifier? Two. So you deal three damage. Good. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to check again. What are the conditions that make your wild magic shit end? Uh, one minute. Or if I cast a spell. Or attack. You attacked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you didn't necessarily understand the ramifications. So, yeah, you attacked. And, like, when your foot, like, goes down, like, your visibility returns, like, spreading from your foot, like, where it touched down. And you're suddenly uh, perfectly seeable again. Mm. and it sees you and it kind of like undulates it's no longer shaped like you at all it's just kind of like this it looks like a hooded figure had a shadow and it like rears up from the ground like no longer no longer like flat where he was like hiding it and i say as if in your shadow i see you dumbass um oh i don't think that's gonna hit you probably gonna hit me my armor class is 12 no it doesn't hit you Woo! Actually, what, what the fuck am I thinking? Anything below a 10 isn't going to hit anybody with any kind of armor <laughs> You say, I can see you? Yes, I can see you, dumbass. I can see you too now. Yeah, you could see me the whole time, dumbass. Nice trick trying to disappear. When did you see me? Right now! You didn't... Why'd you turn invisible then? I don't know! But I can see you now! You, you also notice at this point for the first time, um, because you've been, I, uh, as I've said, that's Pickle. He's a dumbass. This guy on Pornhub is so funny. The one who's like, I hug you and say I had a really good time tonight. And then I go. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do the dishes without being asked. Oh, that guy. Yeah, His name yeah, is Ryan really Creamer and he's hysterical. Anyway. I'm going to leave that in here so that we get, like, <laughs> an incredible... Uh, oh, Pornhub sponsorship. Pornhub sponsorship. But more, really just for Ryan Creamer. With Ryan Creamer, I love your videos on Pornhub. Bizarre, wholesome videos? So good. <laughs> anyway. No, listen. I'm sorry, hold on. I was saying a moment ago, um, if you recall, you know, I roll your perception checks. I've been doing them for a while, and you've been rolling shittily. Um, but you notice now for the first time it's it, it was like a regular like kind of like sunny nice day it's now like overcast and it hasn't started raining yet but like at this moment you feel like the first drop of rain like kind of like hits your nose all right i'm gonna cast a spell i'm excited what spell you so got? this this it's like a, it's like a thing there it's, it is a physical it's a thing. manifestation. Yeah. yeah, it's prick. And you know what? I'm talking to you right now. You know, you, you think that this sunshine going away is going to help you escape, but it's not because I'm about to blast your ass. Does he say anything to that? <laughs> sure it doesn't. All right. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. It's I a cantrip. I'm going to give you an ass. A frosty, icy ass. <laughs> you're going to get an ass and you're going to like it. <laughs> Listen, I'm casting Ray of Frost. It's a cantrip. You ready? I'm sorry. Are you explaining to the shadow that it is a yeah. cantrip that you're casting? Yes. So get ready. Hold on to your non-existent ass. Am I adding anything to my spell casting? It's uh, You roll a spell attack for that? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to roll uh, proficiency and your um, spellcasting bonus, which would be charisma. Oh, good. So I think your charisma is like plus three. Yeah, so 15. Nice. Good shit. Um, it hits. Roll yeah. for damage. Five. All right, cool. 
And it's also making him stick to the ground because it's frosty. Um, what does the what do the rules say exactly for cantrip? He for takes that cantrip? he takes one d eight frost damage. It doesn't doesn't say that he's stuck. To the, I'm not trying to be like a stick. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying okay. that that's what that's what happens. Okay, <laughs> shadows actually do have condition immunities for um, being restrained. He oh. actually's not. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> he's not frozen from uh, his his like like kind of robe. Hem, All right, fine. You know like, what? Freezes to the ground for a second. I'm gonna but do then something just, else like, sort of, like, too. I'm taking it. a bonus action. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you get a bonus action? Do I? No. <laughs> Why would you? I don't understand. Because, because fuck this guy. <laughs> you don't get a bonus action for hating the enemy. All right. Except for like, I don't know, maybe a monster hunter Fine. ranger gets to do Fine. something like that. But Fine. if you want to uh, invoke one of our house rules and go beyond, you can cast again. But I will always make some kind of cost for doing that. No, it's fine. All right. Just be pissed off about it. I'm already pissed off. This is making me more pissed off on my journey. Can you believe this guy? Pretending to be my shadow. All right. He uh, kind of like extends his hand and like these tendrils like kind of like uh, come out from his like fingers and like his wrist and like wrapping around his arm and they like wrap around you momentarily and you feel, you feel yourself kind of suddenly become a little bit weaker um and your uh, your strength score has just been reduced by one temporarily what um, okay fine you... is it my turn because i'm about to blow your fucking mind he's uh, no the, the attack also does damage i don't have yeah. that many points you you know he gets to <laughs> retaliate right no he's a prick <laughs> he, de- he deals um uh five necrotic damage <sighs> damn it What's your uh, what's your health point total? Eighteen. Now I'm down to fifteen. No, thirteen. That's a, yeah, that's not the right math. That's rough. All right. What else are you gonna do? Well, I think that for some reason, he's either controlling the weather or somebody who controls him is controlling the weather, and it's starting to get darker so that he can slip away without being seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast the cantrip light. Love it. Okay. Because I originally thought I could freeze him to the ground, but I cannot. No, you can't do that. And you've just discovered that. Um, Wow, okay, you cast light. So light attaches to an object. What are you attaching it to? I thought it just... Really? Yeah, Um. it, it encha- like light atta- enchants an object, and the object begins to glow. I mean, go read the uh, okay. specific rules for I, it. I'm not doubting you. I just want to also see it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I totally understand. Thanks for being patient, listeners. Can I put it on him? I was really, really hoping you would do that. <laughs> yes, can I put you it can. On him? <laughs> okay, so you stretch your hand out with this this brass gauntlet that you use, and kind of like whirs to life. The little electrical thing on the side like sparkles, and like <laughs> gets brighter for a moment, and you cast the spell like on him. What do you say? Like, what what's the what's your like? magic word kind of deal. Is it the same magic word every time I cast a spell? No, fuck it. You can, like, you can even, like, do, like, a little poem if you want. Like, just I'll say, um, I'll say. Or you can be, like, a generic I'll say, and say, let there be light. No, I'll say, here's a bright idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you cast this on, this <laughs> on him, and 
the shadow starts to em- emit light. <laughs> <laughs> what a ding dong. Which is just utter nonsense. <laughs> it makes him mad, I bet. It probably hurts him. If he's dealing necrotic damage, that light probably doesn't feel great. I know. I'm trying I'm trying to think of exactly what I want to do. Um, what did Ray of Frost deal? Like, what, what, what was the damage? The number or the type? The number. I think it was... Oh, it was five. I'm sorry. What die did it use? Oh, a D8. Cool. Roll D8 plus your charisma, and that's going to be radiant damage. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eight. Good shit. You hit him with this thing. He suddenly starts to glow himself, and he's like... <sighs> It burns! Put it out! He, like, drops back down onto the ground. Uh, at first, he, like, try and tries to, like, run away from you, but, like, it's not working. Like, he's still glowing. First, he, uh, yeah, the first thing he does is, like, try to run from you. Um, he, so he's just, like, fleeing. Um, he tries to, like, go back into the ground like he had been before, like, as if he's a shadow. And, like, he's, like he looks like a shadow of a bird, except he's light. So it's like the opposite of a shadow. It looks like as if there was a hole in the clouds that was bird shaped, and it's and it's and it's shining yeah. sunlight directly on. The, that's what it looks like. And he's like trying to flee. Um, do you pursue? Like, what do you do? He's fleeing. He's trying to. Yeah, no, I'm chasing him. Cool. He uh, he is faster than you right now, um, but he's fucking lit up. So he's he's not going to take any actions other than trying to avoid you. Um, so I'm just gonna ask, like, well, what do you do? He he is faster than you, and you want to chase him. So what are you going to do to try to remedy that? All right, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna start chasing him mm-hmm. and realize that he's too fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say, fine, fucking enjoy the spell for the next hour, and I'm gonna let him go. You see that this shining shadow kind of like go around a corner and then like it kind of like slinks back around the corner and like comes back towards you. Please let it off. No. Fuck you. Why are you following me? Following orders. From whomst? I don't know. I never know the name. Liar. What guild are you from? Let me guess, Demir. You look like a Demir punk. You know, that's an interesting question. Um, do you know who the Demir are? Do I? Like, it's not common knowledge. Do um, I? Roll, me, roll a history. We'll see if you do. It's not common knowledge, but it's not, like, completely unknown. Ten. No, wait. Thirteen. Thirteen? No, you do not know who the Demir are. All right, so I say, okay, what guild are you from? Um, if you don't answer me right now, I have a big Minotaur friend who I will bring over here. To stomp your goofy ass. You recall stomping didn't work that well. Okay, fine. Enjoy your spell. Goodbye. I turn around. Right <laughs> Please let me go. No. What girl do you work for? Demir. Demir. What the fuck is Demir? House Demir. That's not a thing. Nice They're try. You. Nice try. Nice try. Not a thing. No such thing. Have you seen the guild pact? The symbol. How many emblems are on it? Ten. How many guilds are there? Nine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's just a myth. They're not a real thing. They used to be a long time ago. They're not a thing. 
Please undo the spell. <laughs> Fine. Tell me where to find them. They're everywhere. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't go back. <laughs> They're in your oatmeal. Okay. All right. You either give me some good information or you can enjoy the next 55 minutes. I am going to make you roll intimidation to kind of get the rest of this. I'll give you advantage. Seven. I'll give you advantage because it's kind of the equivalent of setting somebody on fire. Yeah. And trying to question them. Uh, 15. Okay, that's better. Listen, you give me something useful or you can enjoy the next 55 minutes. Also, how long have you been following me? Two answers. Only since you left, is it? Just okay. now. Good. All right. And where do I find your boss? I received my orders. Under Benzer's Bridge. In Death Bridge Chasm. Cool. Thanks. I snap and it's undone. They've been watching you. Okay, bye. Matilda. Your that whole and it like disappears like under something. She like, was like turning a, to walk away and he said Matilda and she kind of like stopped and turned around like that's not my name. She says to no one in particular.